In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. How is everyone? I am here today with the co-host, my co-host, Jack Duffin. Hello, guys. How are you? We've also got another guest. Uh, We're going to try and convince him to come in and do all our match reviews, do all the technical talking. The one, the only, Dan Davis. I'm back, guys. Hey. Back by popular demand. They want less me talking and more of you two guys. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, three times a me a week, there'll be a uh, revolt. I think Lee, Lee Stevens will chase me out of the country. So uh, if we can get a little bit of Dan to subsidise me, then uh, hopefully it stops the riots. Interestingly, this episode is in memory for Lee Stevenson. He is still alive, but this was his idea, so we're going to follow up. And uh, yeah, do this for Lee. Lee, we're still waiting for you to come on the show. It's going to happen soon. I may just phone you up during the show and just put you on loudspeaker. No one will be able to understand you because of your northern accent, but I can't wait to get you on the show. Jack versus Lee. The Sashi debate. It needs to be had. It's going to happen. Sashi, is he a saint or is he a sinner? And uh, let's find out. Me versus Lee, half an hour. Let's go for it. Yeah. I can't be live. No, it's, it's going to be a lot of bleeping out in <laughs> And there will be time limits. Go on all night long, have ones. All right, guys, so yeah, just asking yourselves a few questions about yourselves. Uh, let the viewers know a little bit more about yourselves. Guys, uh, Jack Starn View, your favourite drink? I'm a cider drinker. Always have been, always will be. So uh, whether it's sort of the old age classic of sort of a Bulmers or a bit of fruity heaven, sort of a record league or something like that, I am a in heaven so let's go for it and tonight you're actually drinking a I'm not a cider man so uh, a recordling well we're strawberry and lime cider we're an international podcast let me try so, a bit. Uh, I've gone ahead and embraced Sweden so uh, when I'm not eating Swedish meatballs I'm drinking Swedish cider someone's got to do after we beat them 2-0 in the World Cup tastes like candy mate tastes good then yeah, yeah. it's good for your teeth I don't think so us, us Brits have got bad teeth you you Americans over there got lovely teeth because we drink so much of this sugar heavy <laughs> cider. Dan, what's I'm your also, drink? I'm also a cider drinker, but I'm going to go with the Americans. Uh, I'm going to go with my favourite is an Angry Orchard. So good. Cincinnati's finest. Ooh. Um, and then, because I lived in Bristol for a while, so it's got to be rum as well. Home of Blackbeard. Mm. Uh, when, when I was out in America last... Um, they came round to sort of the promotional team in a pub trying to sell me on drinking Strongbow, which if you're in America is quite something quite nice. new they're trying to introduce. Whereas in, if you're in the UK, someone comes up to you, have you ever drunk Strongbow? And literally, I just turned around and went, obviously. And they looked at me shocked as if it was some sort of, well, how have you heard about it for so long? And I was like, everyone was drinking that in the park 20-odd years ago. So... Um, 
No, it's uh, Strongo's not good. It's the, in America, it's different. It oh, it's sweet. Tastes not, yeah, it's, <laughs> the one in the UK, do not try it, America. Do not try it. Okay. Yeah, I'm a uh, Jack and Coke, or my preferred drink's Buffalo Trace and Coke. Um, so, yeah, I'm more of a, a bourbon and Coke kind of guy. Uh, age, Jack, how old are you, by the way? I'm 26. Okay, good. Dan? 26 as well. Fucking hell. Oh, I'm not allowed to swear. Family show. I am the oldest here at 37. Two 26-year-olds and a, and a 37-year-old. Jesus. You, you know it's bad when you're trying to film your podcast and you have to wait for Paul because he's parking the Zimmer frame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, and uh, here's a question. You seem a bit depressed now, mate. Well, once again, I got hungover, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I just get beaten up on the show. Uh, I've got to say, there's one thing. If I have a head of hair like you at the age of 37 then I'll have to buy a wig. So uh, there's some things going in your favour, buddy. So. Mate, I disagree. I'm receding like fuck. I'm, uh, I'm receding a lot. <laughs> oh, he's, he's on it today. Yeah. But by the age of 30, if I've got more than seven hairs on my head, I will be in heaven. So uh, let's see what happens. All right. Favourite live sporting event? Tough one. I'll go first. It's hands down. It was the... Champions League semi-final, Chelsea away at Barcelona in 2012. That ball went up in the air, Fernando Torres ran onto it. He ducked and he dived and he went round Victor Valdez and he rolled that in. And despite me also being at the Champions League final against Bayern Munich and beating the Germans on penalties, there's no finer feeling in life other than winning with 10 men, no centre-backs, in the new camp so uh, that for me was the greatest feeling in the world ever maybe one day I'll be at a Super Bowl and watching the Cleveland Browns lift the Vincent Lombardi trophy but until that day it's going to be that night in the new camp when we got to the Champions League final okay Dan uh, so I'm going to cheat a bit my favourite live one was watching Cleveland Browns play for the first time in Jacksonville, of all places, don't go there, nothing to do. But sitting in the swimming pool in their stadium in 32 degree heat, or that's probably about 90 Fahrenheit for you Americans, watching the Browns lose was great, but also obviously not for the loss. But it was uh, during the season of Manziel, so everyone was hyped to see him. Mate, that sounds absolutely unbelievable. So you were in one of them uh, swimming pools? I was in one of the swimming pools in jeans for some reason. What, you just... Mate, so I just walked up there and I was like, well, I don't know where to put anything, so I just went in the swimming pool in jeans. Mate, what was everyone thinking you going in jeans? They probably just thought I was a crazy British guy. But yeah. after 12 pints, you can't complain. Where was the ball at, Mankini? <laughs> so I can't quite pull that one off yet. So, Dan, tell me more. Did you actually have tickets for these um, swimming pool area, or did you actually just... No, I just had a normal ticket, um, and it was so hot, I just started walking around and, and ended up there. And can anyone just go in there, or you have to beat a few security guards, or...? I have no idea. I just walked up there. So, it probably has changed now. I heard they have a dog petting area now as well. Yeah. So, no idea what Shahid Khan's doing. Probably more entertaining than watching the Browns' offense last season. <laughs> uh, no, because we asked that that season was the man's L season. Yeah. But apart from that, it was obviously in Liverpool, Champions League in Istanbul. 2005? It was. 3-0 at half-time, losing? Being, 
how long, how old would I have been? 13? Running downstairs, 3-0 down at half time, telling my dad, and then uh, going down at full time and uh, winning that game, that was insane. It's these sorts of comments that make me question whether we should ever allow him to come back on this podcast. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Five Trappers Leagues. Going back to why we've got a podcast. Um, Yeah, my favourite live sporting event would probably have to be the Olympics in 2012 here in London. Um, Do you know what? I can't remember the person who won won the goal, but standing up in the Stadium of London. Is it called Stadium? London Stadium. London Stadium. And, yeah, singing the um, uh, national anthem. Hand on my heart. That was uh, a very, very great uh, moment. And it was the year my daughter was born, so uh, I will always remember the Olympics in London. The funny thing is about the Olympic Games, I worked every day in the Olympic Park in a champagne and seafood restaurant. And the one day I missed, because Chelsea had a pre-season friendly away at Brighton, so I thought, well, I can't miss that. Let's have one day off for the whole of the Olympics. Worked every other day of it. It was Super Saturday when... England won everything, and everyone was like, oh, where were you on Super Saturday? I was like, it's the only day I didn't bother turning up to the Olympics. <laughs> so uh, I had a great day out in Brighton. We lost, but I had a lot of beer and fish and chips on the seaside. It, it was glorious, but uh, yeah, it's one of them things. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Good to uh, get to know you a little bit more. The 2018 schedule. The season talk-through. Um... Yeah, let's. Uh, I think you've called Jack five wins. Yep. Um, are you still staying with four wins, or you, you got a few more wins? So after reviewing it, uh, I've got five that I think we can definitely win. Okay. So yeah, obviously a different podcast. So Dan's going to go with five wins. I'm going to keep with consistency as you guys keep complaining. So yeah, I'm going to go with six wins. Okay. The question is, did you actually do some research this week? Uh, no. So once again, unlike you two who've come here with encyclopedias of information, printouts, uh, I've got one piece of paper, a pen, and six W's. So Before we started the podcast, is it or is it not true, you stood in the corner, flipped a coin 17 times and came out with seven, uh, six wins? No, that's not true. It's not true. <laughs> no, no. I just thought we'd check. Yeah, okay. Alright, so week one. Jack, have we got uh, against Pittsburgh um, at home? Have we got a win or a loss? I'm going to say no. It's a loss. Okay. Dan, I have win a or loss? Loss as well, I think. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. This just can't. But apparently there, there is a seed of hope, isn't there, Paul? <laughs> Paul? Paul Brown's gone with a win. Steelers' first game. We came so close last year. Are they not going to block a punt this year? And that's, that's like, the how, difference. How are we going to win? That is the big difference. The argument is we might we might not see any Bell there. He might boycott preseason. The talks of it is going to boycott preseason. He might even boycott the first few games. So they, Bell's there. They say that every year we're a player. It's never happened. I don't think it'll happen. And Joe, Joey Bosa missed some games. Yeah, but that's Joey Bosa. It's a beast. You a Josie fan? No. No. Okay. So anyway, I've called to beat the Steelers. You heard it here first. Guys, laugh at me now. It is at home. It's at home. Yeah, laugh at me now. But you've heard it here first. I'm going to be rewinding this back, cutting it, editing it, and playing it back. 
We will beat the Steelers game one. Uh, week two, away to the Saints. Jack? No. No? Loss? Yeah, it's a loss. I, I know they're miss- going to be missing Ingram, but nah. no. It's not going to happen. Sorry, guys. Just uh, buckle in and prepare for the ride. Dan? Once again, another loss. It's away at Mercedes Durham. I just can't see it. Breeze, MVP again next year, possibly. Guys, you are so negative, you two. Being realistic. That's what I call it. I, I, I know I'd love to just go out and predict a 16-0 and season, but uh, I'm going to say it's not going to happen. Hey, we've put six wins. That's, that's six <laughs> times more than last year. Oh, hang on a minute. We won four pre-season games. Well, let's hope, <laughs> let's, hope, yeah. <laughs> let's hope we don't do that next this year because that might be the curse. Okay, uh, Thursday night game. Oh no no! Uh, what, what are you oh shit! Yeah yeah. yeah. Ooh, family. Uh, yeah, loss. <laughs> I think we're gonna lose to the Saints. First uh, game on the road. Yeah, I'm putting us down definitely for a loss there. Um, yeah, moving swiftly on. New York Thursday night game. It's gonna be on late for us guys. It's going to be on like what? One o'clock. No, half one at night. Good. G-E-T-S. We want to get together to watch the game? I'm buzzing. I'll I'll be there. What, you'll be? At the Hippodrome. Okay. Hippodrome. UK venue for you uh, Cleveland fans. We'll uh, be partying through the night. So we're all going to try and do that then? Yeah. On a Thursday night? Why not? Okay. I'll take a Friday off. Uh, Jack, is it a win? I'm going to say yes. I think we've got a great shot. I, th- I think the only reason why it might not be the debut for Sam Darnold is because it's that Thursday night and they might hold back. But I think we've got a really good shot in that game. They're a good team. They're up and coming. But I, I fancy it. So I think this is one. Let's go for it. And I think it's our first real test of the season because the first two games are really hard. But... That'll dictate where our season goes. And I think if we lose that, we'll have a lot worse season than we'd expect. I'm interested to know why you think Thursday matters so much if uh, Donald uh, starts or not. Short season, short week. Yeah, if you're looking to bring that rookie QB through and give him his first game, then the last thing you want is sort of that two, three-day window into a game. Whereas if you can have a whole week, and you regularly see after a bye week is the week they'll throw a rookie QB in because you've got 10, 12 days to prepare. So I think the fact that they've got, if they play the Sunday, they have the Monday off, they've got Tuesday, Wednesday to prepare. Most of the time you don't even have Wednesday, because Wednesday you're travelling. Yeah. Uh, So you only have half day Wednesday, so a day and a half training, it's not enough. But Teddy Bridgewater's on the trade block, and I love Teddy Bridgewater. He was, if we wouldn't have traded for Tyrod, he was the one I've been banging on about for about six months, really wanted to sign Teddy Bridgewater, so... uh, be interesting because they're obviously quite enamoured with Darnold if Bridgewater's on the trade block. Uh, so today, would you go with uh, Bridgewater or Taylor? If you take out the fact that we gave up a pick, I'm going Taylor every day okay. because I really like Taylor. The fact that we gave up a third round pick and I think we'd be better off with Mayfield, I'm going to go, I'd have taken Teddy. Good. Dan? I'm worried that you hesitated. This is a guaranteed win. <laughs> we should have beaten them last year. I'm, you can hold me to that. Can I just ask you one question? Do you know our head coaches? I'm well. We lap, 
Remember, we talked about this the other day. You know, I'm co- I'm confident. Can we talk about guaranteed wins with Hugh Jackson? We can. This is a guaranteed win. Return of Crowell. Um, Feed the crow and he won't score this year. That's what it's going to be. Who do you reckon is going to get, talking about Crowell, who do you think is going to get more um, yards, Crowell or Hyde this coming up season? Across the season? Crow. I'll just because he didn't get the ball. Yeah. But if we're looking first three weeks, so if you want to look after that Jets game, Hyde will have more yards. But then do the Jets still have Blau Powell? Apparently Blau Powell's not as, not as well loved in that. There's rumours he might get cut before the end of training camp when they cut, do the cut to 53, which I'm shocked with. He was an absolute saint for me two fantasy. years ago in fantasy. Fantasy football, yeah. Oh, I picked up Bilal Powell and everyone laughed at me and Bilal Powell went on to be a don. But, in all honesty, there's, there's some uncomfortable noise coming out of New York, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved on. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with a win. Wait, it's a full house. It is. It's the yeah. first. So basically, we're booking off work uh, Friday the twenty first of September yeah. because we're partying all night long. Obviously, as any Super good ball. person in the UK does, my boss will no doubt listen to this. I'm booking a holiday, mate. If I don't turn up on Friday, you've been told. Yeah. Uh, Sunday um, against the Raiders away. Jack, what are you thinking? Don't think we'll win, but I've tipped it of one of my nine games where if we won, I wouldn't be surprised because just I don't know what is going on with Gruden. Gruden seems to have just looked at the best team in 2014 and gone, I'm going to sign all them players. And for that reason, I, I wouldn't rule out a win. So if we win, I'm not going to be surprised. But at the same time, I think we'll lose. So uh, it's, it's one to keep an eye on, guys. Keep an eye on that. Because if we finish the first two weeks with one win against New York, lose the first two, but win against Oakland, shocks could be on the cards. Dan? Uh, the team with the worst haircuts in the, in the world, probably. Oh, there's no need to have a go at us two on the podcast. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, I've got this as a loss. I just don't see us. The, two years ago, they were a great team. Last year, they had some bad luck. This is going to be a loss. Yeah, Cleo Mack is just an absolute beast. I I want his jersey. Get out. Uh, yeah, I see it also as a loss. I can't see us winning there. Um, this is gonna be an interesting one. Uh, Ravens at home on a Sunday. I I I think we win this, and the reason is I predicted a win in this game, but not a win in the next game because. I think Joe Flacco starts at first Ravens game and our second Ravens game sees Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson terrifies me. I think we're at serious risk of him doing real damage to our division over the next five, ten years. I just sat there and screamed at the TV all the way through the draft hoping he didn't land in our division. So I'm saying a win. The longer Joe Flacco plays, the better. He's awful. And they just can't cope with his salary cap. So even if they do flip to Lamar Jackson, they're damaged for the next couple of years because it's a stupid contract they signed him to. And uh, we, we win that game. And I don't think it's even that close. Dan? Uh, my mate's a Ravens fan, obviously, so I have to go win. 
I can't I could just can't take any more losses against them. Um, but I disagree with Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's all that. College, perfect for him. The NFL is a different beast. It's just not the type of player. You've seen many players like that that have just gone to the wayside because it doesn't suit them. Hey, if they get it wrong, if I get it wrong, I'll take it. But I just can't see him doing it. I think there's lots of similar players like Johnny Football was a great example of they epitomised everything you want to do in college, but their skill set wasn't translating. Whereas I think if you looked at that discussion of the top five quarterbacks taken last year, of who could who played that pro style offense last season, he played the most I would say pro style snaps of any quarterback last year. So I think he'll do really really well, and I I, I think he's one to keep an eye on. I think he's going to be a the Sean Watson type, where he wins like crazy for the first two three games, and then it just edges off. Do you think he's going to start straight away? No, Flacco will start. I think Flacco starts, but I don't think it takes too long. There was the early season odds, and unfortunately we don't get as much proposition bets in the UK on NFL as they do in the States, because over in the States you could have got odds on um, Lamar Jackson to start over 0.5 games. If I'd have seen that bet, I'd have been laying at least £100 on because whether Flacco gets injured, whether something happens, I would have been lobbing money on. He plays more than. Oh starts yeah, Flacco's injuries record the last three seasons has been yeah. terrible. Well, he's, he's, Lamar Jackson will play at some point this season. I, I I really like Lamar Jackson, and for me, he was he was the third best quarterback in this class, behind Baker and Donald, and I, I think the lad's got talent and. I'm just gutted he's gone to a team in our division. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy we didn't get him, and I'm happy we didn't get uh, Josh Allen, so... Uh... <laughs> uh, Josh Allen seemed to be drafted in all I'm going to go, we're going to lose this game, but I think we're going to beat them last game of the season away. So that's my call. So I don't want to come across too negative, but I don't think we're going to win this game. You're the beacon of hope in this <laughs> podcast. So. At the end, <laughs> New Year's... Yeah, New Year's Eve or the day before New Year's Eve. I think we're going to uh, win. We, we like winning around Christmas time. Um, LA Chargers at home. I think Good. we could win this. Uh, yeah, you got Bowser, um, but we've played in the last two years, if I'm correct. Also, with the last winners against Chargers, Christmas Miracle. Last year, we uh, run on close. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think we could win this. I'm not going to guarantee this one, but I, I'm confident. Just from the Christmas miracle, I just remember celebrating very hard on uh, Christmas Eve. So I still got hope on that one. Jack, I don't think we stand a chance. I I like what the Chargers have done. I think they drafted well. Their squad's going well. The only chance we've got is if. Philip Rivers drops off a cliff or gets injured. Um, I just, I, I can't see it. I, I would love to say I see some hope, but that's one I'm just marking off as a loss already. So, um, hide behind your sofa, Browns fans. Don't want to be watching that game. Well, I thought we could all meet up for a beer. I'll be having a beer. Oh, okay. But I'll be drinking plenty of beer. I don't remember it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm going to uh, back my mate down here. Uh, I believe in uh, miracles. I believe in fairy tale stories. And yeah, well, I think we're going to beat him again. So yeah, uh, Dan, I'm going to back you on this one, mate. I'm going to go uh, a win there. Wise decision. Uh, Tampa away. Jack, your views? Yeah, I think this is the fourth game we've got a serious shot. Tampa are a team that they're in a lot of turmoil because do they extend Winston? I would say you just let him go or try trade him off to another team. He's not an elite quarterback and he is not worth over 10% of a team salary cap because he's just he's not done enough. He's he is a franchise QB. He's not. They have found one that they can win games behind. You do not let them go. Uh, I say you let him go all day long. He's not worth £25 million a year. When you're giving sort of money. so much money to the likes of Tannehill when you have Winston, you, oh. you give him the money straight away and you say you lead us to that Super Bowl. I, I wouldn't pay Tannehill either. I, I'm thinking the Tampa Bay have got a great shot of taking the second or third best quarterback in the next NFL draft. I think they move on. I think... His immaturity over the last few months has shown that he's not capable of leading the team. And it wouldn't surprise me if we win. I, th- I think they're a good team. Really enjoyed Hard Knocks last year where they were on it. But I, th- I think this might be the end of him. And it wouldn't surprise me if the head coach and the GM are sacked at the end of this year. I think they could be cleaning the house in Tampa. QB, GM and head coach all gone. But let's mark it up as a loss. I think we've got a great shot of winning, though. I'm going to go loss. I've got it as a loss as well. I just can't see it. Away. Yeah, don't see it at all. Afraid to say, I think, yeah, clear loss. Dan? Loss. It's in October as well, so Cleveland weather's going to be cold. You go down to Florida, it's going to make a difference. I'd say the biggest disappointment, though, to come out of Tampa Bay, if anyone like me... Loves the draft. Watched all the draft. We were promised the Parrot announcing a draft pick in Tampa. And it was the biggest letdown since... I don't even know. It, it, it was traumatic. I sat there, watched it, and it was the thing I was looking forward to all day. This Parrot's going to fly out and announce the draft pick. No. The Parrot was late. The Parrot refused to announce the draft pick. <laughs> And they read it out on a piece of paper, and it was it was awful. So um, for that reason, if Tampa Bay goes zero and sixteen, it's the Paris fault. So Jack, uh, England football let down at the end, not getting to the uh, World Cup final, maybe winning or the Parrot. What would you say the biggest letdown was? Well, I'm gonna say England. One shot on target from open play in three knockout games is woeful. But uh, I didn't sit around all day expecting England to deliver miracles, but. That parrot. <laughs> Do you know what the parrot's called? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm going to call the parrot Dave, but... Uh, it's fine. It's coming home. 2022. What, the parrot's coming home, or...? <laughs> Both. No, the it's parrot's in the pie. <laughs> Maybe uh, the parrot could be our mascot. For the podcast? Yeah. I, I, I want a dog. It's, it's going to let him down, though. Yeah, yeah, it should totally be a dog. I, I, I think... Podcast on hold here. I think the Cleveland Browns logo... For all I like the helmet, I would love us to flip to a dog. I think it's just a much more marketable logo. 
and I'll just, I'll just think it looks really good. Okay. Tough one. Steelers away. Uh-uh. No, no chance. chance. Um, I think we've got a great shot moving forward because I was fingers crossed hoping that the Steelers would sign Le'Veon Bell to a silly contract and ruin their franchise for the next four years. But so far they've held out. Now Todd Gurley signed a deal. Steelers signed that deal. I'm going to make a prediction that if he gets a deal of more than $17 million... Uh, 17 million dollars a year plus for the next four years in them four years they don't make playoffs but for this time they beat us so yeah Jack's forte the cap space uh, he gets super excited about all this stuff so yeah Bell's not going to sign that contract uh, I don't know I don't know after this contract after, before the girly deal I said they let him, they let him go all day long but after that girly deal a moment of madness might happen. Uh, Daniel, views? It's definitely no. I was hoping again it was going to be the last game of the season in the last two years where they're not going to play a big bear and we had a chance. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's before the bye week, mid-season. They're going to... This this one I don't even want to watch. But the, the ironic thing about last season, I think we had a better shot of winning when Big Ben played the start of the season than Landry Jones at the end of it. That is true. I like the block punt. <laughs> that block punt. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go for a loss for that game. You can't, you can't see it happening. Um, moving swiftly on, can uh, sorry, uh, just got blinded by a light there. Lights just suddenly gone here. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, it's a loss. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes by week nine will be on fire and. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, air raid offense. Uh, it's going to be following the yellow brick road to the Louisville. That's a loss. Yeah, I've definitely put down a loss here. Can't see it. Uh, getting close to the bye week, but yeah, just just can't see any hope. To be honest, I've got my six wins, and I didn't think this was going to be one of that, them. That that offense is scary. Kareem Hunt, Tory Kill, Patrick Mahomes. I I don't want to play that. I have friends that are Kansas fans, and I'm going to get some stick after that game. Uh, I don't think they're cracked up to be all they're going to be, but they're good enough to beat us. I, I think if you're looking at your fantasy team, Kareem Hunt isn't the player he was last season. Patrick Mahomes is a risk. I think he's going to be good. And Tyreek Hill is a speed demon, but if you get a quick cornerback on him, He's no real threat unless you're looking at special teams. Mm. Uh, the game before the bye week, Atlanta? Atlanta. It's a loss. Uh, you've got Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, and that means there's a lot of issues on the team because they spend an incredible amount of money just on them too. But they win that, unfortunately. I have us to possibly win. Possibly? Possibly win this one. We need a W or an L, mate, I'm afraid to say. Then I'm going to go win. You're going to go for a win? It's at home. Like my, So my second team, if I had to, would have been Atlanta. I'm a huge Julio Jones fan. But I, I remember a few years back, we beat them in the George Dome. I've got us to win this one. Bold. Here we go. Julio Jones or Flash Gordon? Who'd you go with, Jack? Oh, Jones all day long. Julio any day. Let's go Julio. But it's... 
the biggest you can trust issue. Him. We should yeah. have drafted him. He, he, for me, he's the third best wide receiver in the league. Who would you say first or second? I'd say Bell second, and I, I would say it's not even close. Hopkins number one. I think Hopkins is a phenomenal wide receiver because people raved about Hopkins' connection with um, Watson. But then what happened when Watson got injured? Hopkins became more valuable. He did better without Deshaun Watson. And with awful quarterback play. And uh, no, I think Hopkins Juli- is phenomenal. Julio is number one any game. Like the last few seasons, it's just been insane. Racking up numbers, catching an insane thing. Or just, yeah. I, I must admit, I had him in my fantasy football team last year. I did. Didn't, I, I have for didn't the last get me, years. Didn't get me huge points last, last year, year. Last year they disappointed with him because they didn't throw it his way because they had so many other weapons that he was just used to, so they could get everyone else. But I'd still, any day, pick Julio. Nah, I just I I don't think he's cracked up to be all he is. Um, uh, I, I that's think a hot we have take. to agree to disagree on it's, that it's one. It's a hot take, but what I'm going to say is, he takes up too much of a cap hit along with his quarterback and. Matt Ryan had one bad year and he just fell off the planet. I don't think Matt Ryan had a bad year last year. Oh, he did. No. And when you're spending that silly cap on a quarterback, you want a worldie like Brady or Rogers, or you're wasting your money. Once again, I do like to apologise to our fans. Jack constantly talking about cap space. I'm only <laughs> joking, Jack. Um, okay, uh, bye week. We're going to win that one. Is That's our win. Is, is, is uh, Hugh Jackson here at this stage? I hope no, but I think the important thing that I've mentioned before is despite us having 10 games before the bye week and 6 games after, I think we've got a better shot of winning games after the bye week than we do before. And so I'm not promising a great season for the Browns, but when I'm saying 5 wins, I'm saying 3 of them are going to come after the bye. And I've broken it down, I reckon we're going to win 9. We've got a shot at winning 9 games this season. But five of the six in that after the bye week, I think we've got a really good shot at. Whereas only four of the ten before the bye week, I think we've got a shot of winning. So I think after the bye week, it's an exciting place to be looking at the Cleveland Browns. Okay. We're going to my home next, the Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, Named after you. Named after myself. Uh, Never been to that stadium, but it is on my bucket list. I, I, I think you, you've got to expect VIP treatment <laughs> to turn up. They're probably uh, possibly not in that jersey. Right. They've given they wouldn't. Yeah, maybe maybe I get a box when we go to that game. Maybe. Um, do we see a win, Jack? I think we do. I think Cincinnati are set to struggle this year. They've got a very easy roster, but not a roster schedule. But no, I, I think we win that game. I, I just think there's too many holes. You've got um, Tyler Eifert, rumours of injury today. Who knows how long you'll be out for. So uh, I'm positive. Dan? I've got to still do the double over Bengals. Um, head coach, well, the head coach of Quimble is also from Cincinnati. So he won't be happy to say that we're going to win both games over them. Mm. I think we will lose here. Uh, but I, I hope we're going to win. Take you think we're going to lose to the Bengals? Yep, in the Paul Brown Stadium, I think we're going to lose. How are we going to lose when we're meant to be coming second in the group? 
Consistency is not my strength. We've already gone over this, okay? Uh, my homework, consistency, two major areas I need to work on. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to win this game. They should have sacked their coach last season. So, the oh, fact that yeah. he is back with Marvin Andy Dalton, I just see us beating him both times. I think this is the season he finally gets sacked. I don't know why they brought him back. Um, Houston? I'm going to be bold. I think this is a win here. Away? Houston away? Yep. I just, I don't believe the hype around Deshaun Watson, JJ Watt is a beast. And also, as this podcast loves to point out, diehard Chelsea fan. So, he's going to be injured by the time that that comes along. He's not going to make it to December. And I just think we've got a really good shot. Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the league, but I think injury is going to rattle them. The depth's not great on that team. I'm going to be bold, and I say that's a win. It's a complete loss. Being an offensive coach, that defense is so scary. Clowney, JJ Watt, Honey Badger. Just, no, it's a loss. Even that offense as well. That is a very talented team as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. It's going to be nice and uh, hot in there in December. I'm going to go definitely with a uh, loss there. I just can't see it. Um, yeah, sorry for the negative start after the bye, but I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I think if you look at what they did in the NFL draft this year, their the, the first two picks were absolutely fantastic. Started off with none other than Denzel Ward that arrived at the Cleveland Browns. Thank you very much, Houston Texans. And then we, we, we followed that up with just even more quality as we drafted none other... It's not cool, but is it? It was Chubb, wasn't it? It was Chubb. It was, yeah, Chubb. It was Chubb. So we're literally going to run over them this season and thanks none other to them guys because they did that NFL-style... Not NFL, um, NBA-style salary cap dumping when they sent us Brock Osweiler in the second round pick because uh, hey, anyone that relies on Was him, that a uh, Sashi Brown thing? That was uh, that was a Sashi Brown hero. I loved that he did that. Absolute babe. Sorry, Lee, but you've got to admit, boy did good there. Lee, I'm actually with him on this. I'm a big fan of Sashi, what he did. He took the fall for it. Yeah, same surname as Sashi. I'm Team Sashi. Hey. Lee, hey. Lee you're on your own. Clean house. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, at home, uh, Caroline Panthers. I don't think we'll win. But I think one thing interesting to point out with, if you look at PFF stats uh, in terms of passing accuracy, when you pull out all the spikes, the throwing balls away, and just look at proper pass accuracy, the three worst quarterbacks last season we've played more than I believe two games and I'll give you a second to pause and just think about these obviously the, the first one that comes to your head is to Sean Kaiser yeah it was grim the second one you're looking at is Cam Newton and the third one that many people were saying he's the MVP of the league before he got injured was Carson Wentz so I don't think Carolina are cracked up to all they're going to be I'm really impressed with their pickup of uh, DJ Moore, wide receiver, but I think they just have a little bit too much for us this season. Give us another year, I think we'll walk over them all day long, but 
I'm going to give it to Carolina. Same here. I think they're going to win. It's going to be closer than we think. Uh, Keekly is an absolute beast. Oh, just how he manages to do it. The guy's going to have so many concussions afterwards, but absolute beast. Just, I just don't see it's winning it. Yeah, I can't uh, see us going there. Even if it's at home, uh, yeah, I just don't think we've got the strength in, strength in depth to win that game. Um, back on the road, away at Denver. I think it's one of the nine we could win, but I'm going to say we don't. And uh, I just think they've got a little bit too much. And This is the one game Fran's going to get disappointed that we didn't get Chubb, but let's just put that out of our head. Denzel Ward will be better over four years than Chubb will be. Yeah, he might not make as many highlight plays, but play to play, he's going to be so much better. So it's going to be a loss. We could win it, but I'm going to say no. I'm going the complete offset. Guaranteed win. Wow. Again. It's an exclusive. You've heard here first. Case. Dan, guaranteed win. I am, look, Case Keenum is so overrated after last season. And then Mr. Irrelevant for all you last chance you fans. He's going to do nothing. Uh, yeah, I just have us to win this in, in the mile high. Hopefully I'll get to go there as well. We'll have to get a uh, podcast live from outside the stadium. Isn't it right in Denver you can smoke weed quite easily there? It is. It's the, it was the first state, I believe, in Colorado. Shame uh, Brock's not there next season. <laughs> Where'd he end up? Dolphins, wouldn't it? We might have to leave Josh Gordon at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Our squad's gonna be deflated for that game. There's a few, t- there's a few places on this schedule we might be better to keep it in yeah. the home. God, Team Callaway, LA. not gonna do Don't well take in Denver. California. Um, okay, uh, let's move on. The Bengals at home. Jack, start win. Another win. Another win. So does anything else need to be said? We're it's, having them. It's a full house. We are, well, no, next day's Christmas Eve. We've already got the day off work. So, um, yeah, we are definitely uh, getting a win there. The team with the worst chant I have ever heard. If anyone was at Wembley watching the Bengals versus, I think it was Kansas, the 37 all, and they were just going, who day, Bengal, who day? They, they were, oh, it was terrible. It was cringeworthy. You need to change that quick, Bengals. Yeah, we do get, there's quite a few um, Bengals fans that actually turn up at the Hippodrome. Um, but yeah, not the best of fans. Yeah, met Liverpool fans, mate. Yeah, so all all agree there. Freeway win, yeah. Yep. Happy Browns Christmas. And last and least, uh, the Ravens away. Dan, what are you going with? We're gonna win this. Yeah. I'll go us to win this one. Um, just because it's my housemate, I, I can't say they're going to win. So they're, you're going to lose, or they're going to lose, and we're going to finish on a much higher score than a uh, win rate than I apparently thought at the start of this podcast. <laughs> That's it. Man. I have us winning about 10 games. We're going to playoffs, <laughs> Super Bowls, 2018, yeah. guys. Consistency, we need to uh, work <laughs> on. Yeah, uh, myself, um, yeah, I've gone with uh, Brown's division position second, working on that consistency. So I think we're definitely going to get a win here. I just, I can't see the win. I think if for some reason Joe Flacco plays all the games, then 
my God, run the card in, we're going to win. But I think by this point, Lamar Jackson's out there and we really struggle. I, I just think he's going to be the potentially breakout player of the season in the NFL. He's not going to win Rookie of the Year because it always goes to a running back, but I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. So keep an eye out for him. I think he's going to be the one that okay. will make the difference. Okay, great. So I think that uh, um, rounds it all up. I think I'm going to do a quiz online. So I'm going to post all our thoughts online. Then everyone else can get involved. And uh, yeah, maybe um, the person that picks the most uh, wins with the right team gets a prize. Maybe, I don't know, some, some hamper from England... Maybe some. Uh, you can have some Cadbury's Dairy Milk. Maybe. Well, you think some, a box of chocolate? Yeah, they love our Cadbury's Dairy Milk. Yeah, okay. Chocolate. Um, yeah, maybe crumpets. Some uh, crumpets. Anything else? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. So, so far, we've got tea, crumpets, chocolate. Anything else that we're uh, famous for? Fish and chips won't last in the post. Um. Crumpets, you think, are going to last in the post? The crumpets are... Yeah, they're going to last in the post. Covered in preservatives. Be <laughs> um, uh, what else are we famous for? I think that's it, really. So you heard it here first. Stick it online. Have a quiz. Lee's going to obviously think he's going to win. You guys, we can have a bit of fun. And, yeah, let's go. Yeah, we're going to come on in our it, show if it, you keep It's important this. that you all rant about what we're doing online, so... Um, Hit us up on Twitter. It's at Jack Duffin, J-A-C-K-D-U-F-F-I-N. What are you, Paul? Uh, Paul Brown, one word, underscore UK. And, yeah, give Dan some abuse on Facebook and maybe eventually he'll get a Twitter account. Well, I have one, but I'm going to have to change it. But if you find me on Instagram, because that's what the cool kids do, Ah. it's uh, Cleveland Dan, and you'll be able to find me on there. Well, no doubt when we uh, nail him down to giving our post-game reviews for all 16 games this season, then uh, we'll get him a Twitter account by then. Okay. All right, guys, let's let's call that a night. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Um, I think next show, I think we've got someone from the PFF potentially on. Uh, still, still in talks with this uh, Browns player. It's looking good. Uh, it needs to go past some PR with the Browns, but hopefully... Uh, we we'll get it all signed off. And, uh, yeah, I want to get some of the uh, US guys on the podcast and uh, go from there. Uh, Dan, once again, thank you very much for coming in. Jack, as always, it's always a pleasure. Uh, good night. Thank you very much.